Okay, don't move. Let me get a picture. Okay, I'm gonna hit stop, right? What's going on, man? Yeah, you over here on this side. You on this side. And then we got a Lexington, Kentucky native. How about that? Um, he specializes in sprints, so he does sprints. My man right here, Robbie, he does jumps for UK. Um, Langston, on the other hand, he does sprints, and he's in his senior year. Langston, why don't you come up on here? This is Langston Jackson. Everybody give him a round of applause. Yeah. Wrong chair. <laughs> Wrong chair. <laughs> I know you're not nervous. So <laughs> season two, it's my second season, um, my second episode. If you haven't already, I left some uh, uh, flyers on your table, and it has a QR code. You go ahead and scan that. Everything is on there. Our our social media, um, uh, TikTok, uh, Twitter, YouTube. Um, if you haven't already, go check out our last episode. We had uh, former Kentucky basketball star Dominique Hawkins on there, um, and this is our second episode featuring. Two UK athletes that I'm excited to, to talk a little bit about. So let's get right into the thick of things, man. Why don't y'all go ahead and introduce yourselves? You know, talk a little bit about your upbringing. I know Langston, you're from Lexington, Kentucky. My man over here is from DeVille, Louisville, Kentucky. Um, talk about, you know, um, what it was like growing up in, in those areas. Uh, like you said before, my name is Robert Springfield. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. I'm a fifth year senior. Um, Growing up in Louisville was just, I mean, I don't know, I can't really describe how it was. I've never been nowhere else for real, but um, from an athletic standpoint, it was definitely cutthroat. Um, you know, it was just doggy dog every day. So I feel like my competitive edge, the person I am today, and uh, in every facet of my life is kind of dictated on where I was from. So I can definitely say, Absolutely. you know, it's, it's definitely a cutthroat environment, but hey, you got to be a dog, bro. That's all it is. Of course. It, it turned you into the man that you are today, exactly. right? The environment that you grew up in. So my name is Langston Jackson. Like you said, I'm from Lexington. So I went to Harry Clay, which is like five minutes down the street. Um, Lexington, as far as track goes, not very competitive. Um, for me, at least, it wasn't very competitive. It's just track's not a big sport in Kentucky like it is in some other states. So um, I just, you know, had to just stick through it and just really focus on, like, my training and, you know, what I was doing right. as far as, like, just practice and workouts and stuff like that. Me and my coach, you know, modify my workouts versus my teammates' workouts and just try to get the most out of my abilities. But it was it was good growing up in Lex. I mean, I have a lot of family here, obviously, so it was nice to stay home and just um, be able to represent my state. Awesome. So where did this come from? Where did the joy of track and field come from? Where did that start? Um. So... In my high school career, I, I started off playing basketball. So all four years I played basketball. Really good, by the way, y'all. He's really <laughs> good. <laughs> but yeah, I played basketball all four years. And then uh, my senior year, we lost at state in the first round. And so after that, I kind of, you know, I took a break. Obviously, you know, we didn't have any basketball. But as I was preparing to call the coach, uh, getting ready to go to the school, I just, I don't know what happened. I just, you know, I just was like, I don't even, even want right. to hope no more. So yeah, yeah. then I just told my mom and she said, well, you just want to be a regular student. And I was like, I guess so. <laughs> and so my teacher at the time, my psychology teacher, he was like, you know, you might as well just run track. Yeah. And I was like, I guess. So my first meet, I think I jumped like six feet. I started off triple jump too. 
something like 38 feet. But as I kept going, I just progressively got better after somebody. He goes to, I think, Reverend State, something like that now. But he was talking trash out of me. And ever since like that meet on, I just started just getting better. I guess it just built that dog mentality. Yeah, yeah. So actually, it was a funny story. I was actually in Washington, D.C. with my family when I was like four. And, you know, when you like little, you know, you want to be picked up and carried around and be in a stroller, get pushed right. around. And so we was walking through all these monuments, me and my mom and my brothers and my dad. And, like, my mom just noticed, like, I, like, never stopped. I never got tired. I was, like, right, like keeping up with them the whole time. You know, they're much bigger than I am. And so, like, she's, like, saw, like, from that point on, like, she was, like, there's, like, something special with this kid. And so I was, like, in fourth grade, I think, at this point. And I was four years old when that happened. And then in fourth grade, my aunt actually told me, she was, like, you should try, hey, you track because... I played football as well, so, like, I was very, like, speedy, and it was just, like, something I should do in a trial. So I tried AAU track when I was in fourth grade, and then from there, it just kind of just took over my life. That makes sense. Now, well, the thing that I, that kind of surprised me, guys, is, like, like other sports, you work to get better. I, I'm, I'm seeing from your perspectives, like, it was something else that led you to get better. To It led you to, to become a track star, right? It's just way, it's just different for me. Like, I, I, I'm, you're so used to hearing, you know, people working hard and they eventually get to where they want to be. In your cases, I'm not saying you guys didn't work hard, but, <laughs> but you know, it led you to where you wanted to be, you know, whether it was basketball, whether it was football, you know, or led you on the right path, okay? So moving on, high school. Trinity, Rob, you came from Trinity, um, uh, which is a prep school, ladies and gentlemen, in Louisville, Kentucky, one of the best. And then my man Langston came here from <laughs> Henry Clay. Talk about, you know, the atmosphere of playing for, for such dominant high schools in the area. Uh, well, like you said, it's a prep school. Well, not like boarding prep schools, right? private school but uh, it was all boys so as you know um it was just a competitive environment every single day whatever we did who could eat the most it's just a whole bunch of just childish stuff all the time so right. people don't understand like coming up in that environment that that competitive nature every single day from you know walking into school to going to practice is what really made us who we were in every single sport so we ran track uh, I think the year before that, they had lost by like a point or two. So when I first started running track, you know, we started off average, this, that, and the other, but we started to become extremely competitive because the nature that I brought from basketball, I just was that way every single day. So it translated. It translated. Yeah. So I think everybody kind of fed off that energy. And then uh, some of my other friends, they ran track too. So it was just football players instead of football, basketball, instead of just strictly track. So it was just a whole bunch of different athletes just in one you know, melting pot. So, so going into my uh, freshman year, they had one state the year before I got there in track and like as a team. And in my freshman year, we actually won state as well. So that was a good thing. Um, track, like I said, it's not very big in Kentucky. So my competition was like me and maybe like two other people, you know, throughout my like, career. And so I was really just, like I said, focused on like my own self and like my training and like seeing where I like ranked nationally versus like just in Kentucky. And so, uh, being from Harry Clay, you know, it's not uh, – we have actually a really good coach there. His name's Coach Gay. He's, like, a really good track coach. And so that's actually why I stayed because – Is it Tyson Gay? No, no. Okay. No, his, his, his name's Coach Gay, but I don't think they're related. But okay, okay. His name. But I had the opportunity to go to another school, Frederick Douglass, to open up, like, my junior year. But I actually stayed at Harry Clay for track. So, I mean, I made that decision because I felt like it was, that was my future. So. Uh, absolutely. And we're going to talk about the future. When did – now, during your high school career, you guys both won, like, state championships. Um, you won state championships. You were Gatorade Player of the Year. Talk a little bit about, you know, uh, 
the surprise factor. Was there a surprise factor that how you how good you guys were performing at such a young age? Um, I wouldn't really say it was a surprise. I was just kind of just, in a sense, just there. But listen, I was just kind of competing. Like so, after regionals, uh, they gave us like a ranking of how we performed based off our regional mark going into state. So I remember they said I was sixth going into high jump, and then like I think fifth going into long jump. And so when they said that to me, I was like, why I'm not? Why I'm not number one? Right. I took offense to that. So. I mean, <laughs> Going instead, I wasn't really truly surprised. I can't really, humbly, I can say that I, I, I was surprised. I knew that they wasn't more dog to me, so I just. I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> I'm kind of the same as Robbie. You can kind of like see where you're at, like as far as like ranked in the state. There's an app called, or there's a website called Milesplit, so you can kind of like see where you're at. And so going into state and like regionals, like you can kind of just like tell like who's going to perform versus who's not. Right. And so I kind of had that mentality, like, you just have to dominate, like, your opponent. So every meet, like, whether it's 100, 200 relay, like, I was trying to win. And it wasn't just for me, it was for my team, because ultimately, like, I felt like I was going to win, but I wanted my team to win as well. So I did, like, I did a little bit more than I could, I guess. Right, that makes sense. That makes sense. So I want to ask you guys this. You both guys, you both have, like, uh, amazing mentalities. Um, Now, where does that come from? Who are some people that, you know, inspire you? Um, well, from the outside sources, it comes from, like, my parents, you know, my parents are kind of old, so they're from an older generation, so just remembering, like, their upbringing and stuff like that, and seeing them beating the odds, you know what I'm saying, they was alive during segregation and things like that, and wow. to be in a place that they are now, it's, it's inspiring enough, and then also, uh, the things that I've been through, you know, stuff like that, and then being able to look back and see that, you know, I was helped, of course, by my parents, God, things like that, I've gotten through there. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? With the strength of myself. So that's inspiration in and of itself. So. I'd also say my parents inspire me. Um, they kind of, like, older, like Robbie said, my dad's almost like 68, 67, like that. So they just old. And so my dad, he always told me, like, just stay humble and, like, just stay, stay um, at it as much as you can. He always told me when I play football, he was like, if you ever, like, after you score a touchdown, if you ever, like, celebrate or, like, do too much, like, you can have fun, but, like, if you do too much, I'm going to take you off the field and you never play again. And so yeah, I took that and ran with it. And, like, I've always tried to just remain humble in every aspect of my life, whether it's, like, sports, academics, like, whatever it is, just remain humble. And so I feel like that inspired me to just, like, not just be successful on the track, but also make sure I'm doing what I need to do off the track because that, you know, goes a long way, too. Stay humble. Yep. Yeah, I love it. Um, let's move on from high school. Um, Henry Clay, uh, Trinity, YUK. Why did UK come? Talk a little bit about your recruitment process. I actually didn't get recruited at all. I had to walk wow. in. So. But before that, I just planned on coming to the school. And then one day, my mom was like, let's just go up to the office real quick. The coach just happened to be there. And so I met the standards, all that. And so well, that's how I'm here. <laughs> so, that's awesome. so out of high school, I think I received my first letter from like, Mississippi State, like, my sophomore year. And I kind of looked him up, and I was like, you know, Mississippi State, you know, SEC, I was, you know, happy to get the letter, but I was like, it's not really my school. Mississippi, I don't know if you've ever been, but it's not much down there. It's, like, really just, like, a school. And so um, I actually took visits to Houston, Texas, Kentucky, and then I had visits set up for Michigan and Penn State as well. And I ultimately chose Kentucky because um, – they played the home state, um, home state card on me. They was like, you know, representing home state, all this stuff. And That's always a good yeah, one, yeah. Yeah, actually, I wanted to get away from um, Lexington and Kentucky and all. Like, I wanted to really go to Texas because that was my dream school, like, to play football there since I was little. 
but I just kind of made the decision for myself to uh, come here. My coach, his name's Coach Ollie, he's really, really good. And right. I feel like that's really the main reason. And obviously, like, my family's here in the sports system, so that's probably why I chose Kentucky. Uh, it's unique to see, like, uh, two different stories. You got Rob on one hand who, you know, came out of high school, wasn't recruited at all. He still found a way to get to the next level. I don't, I don't know if that's funny, but I think, I think it's pretty inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> then you got a, a superstar, you know, who's highly recruited and, you know, he's still here because a lot of times, you know, you go to the next level and you're highly recruited and you, there's a lot of hype that you got to live up to. He's still doing it. So give him a round of applause. He's doing his well. So let's move on, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Rob uh, Langston, uh, talk about the competition. What's the difference between competing in high school and college? Is there a major gap there in track and field, or is it kind of the same? It's a huge gap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the SEC. It's just you're not just going against, like, people in your state anymore. You're going against the best people in part, like, not just the country, the world. Like, Holy cow. In my opinion, I know that even, even sprints, there's real foreigners that really do this out there. So it's like you're either going to rise <laughs> – you know what I'm saying? To the level of the competition, or you're just going to get left behind. High school is just just talent. Really. Yeah. I say the same. You know, there's a lot of – if you talk to, you know, the NCAA and the SEC, you pretty much talk in the world because the level that we compete at is so so high that, like, if you – like I said, if you're at the top, you're at the top of the world. And so, like, when I was coming out of high school, I remember my first, like, few practices, mm-hmm. we were doing, like, some easy, like, runs, like, maybe some, like, hundreds, two hundreds. And, like, you know, high school, you know, you – take two steps, you pretty much separate from everybody else. But, like, in college, I took two, three steps, and, like, there was people still next to me. So I was kind of like, you know, what's going on? Like, why am I not ahead? <laughs> it's different. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's different. It's very, very different. But, you know, that that um, competitiveness that we have in practice makes you better overall because, you know, if I'm in college, I need to be getting better and having people that, are, you know, maybe excel rather than, you know, having people I was running against in high school. So it's definitely – the SEC is definitely – very hard comp, but it's... Was it a shock for you guys, that transition from, you know, uh, uh, high school to college? Like, was, was it a shock? Like, did you guys at any moment kind of was like, holy cow, like, this this is different. Like, what am I going to do? Like, was that there? Not really. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I can't really explain. I just really didn't think. It was just kind of just go mode. I was just trying to be good. So I didn't really look at everybody else at that moment as like, like my freshman year I was just kind of taking it all in like it was my first year running track I was just like it's just a whole new world like I was so used to basketball it was just crazy to me so I really wasn't really concerned with everybody else really. I'd say it was not as much of a shock for me um I kind of came and wanted to you know obviously be successful but I knew I was a freshman and then I had to you know work my way up the ranks but I ended up being very successful my freshman year and so I kind of just ran like with like a mentality like I'm gonna just run and have fun with it and eventually that you know led into me having much success on the track so I mean it wasn't much of a shock I was more out there having fun but I mean it's definitely like you know the competition level is like a big shock if you're not ready for it but if you're not ready for it you're gonna get left behind you say not ready for it right what are some things that you guys do in the off season um when you're resting um to make you ready for it to make you ready for that next big moment uh, I just play basketball. So, realistically, like, basketball is so competitive as a sport wherever you play. It's like, as long as you have that mentality of just go all the time, like, somebody's always going to try and come at you. So, track is kind of different. It's kind of individual, but they come at you. It's, I, mean, I can't really explain it, but it's just stuff that just keeps my mind always kind of sharp is the main thing that I do. I got you. 
So how I get ready for like the next season of my off season, really I just chill. Like the track season is so long that like the time that you have yeah. off, you really gotta just let your body recover. Right. We put ourselves through so much stuff. But I also do um, Pilates, so like I do that in the off season a lot, just kind of get my That's body awesome. like recovered and just get balanced out. But I just rest and just be chilling, playing the game. And just yeah, I feel like rest is underrated. It's not you know you never think about rest. You always in the mindset like work, 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 work. Rest is just as important as you know. Our bodies, it, it, our bodies need it. So yeah, I, I respect you for that. Moving on, um, talk about, you know, we got some Kentucky jerseys um, here. Um, uh, what does it mean to represent UK track and field? Um, considering what I was told in high school, things that I wasn't going to be able to do this, that, I mean, to be in the SEC competing against the best people in the world is kind of, I mean, it's an honor and it's, it's a blessing to see how far I've come. So it means a lot that I get to, you know, compete at the collegiate level in the SEC. So. Absolutely. So being from Lex, I'm obviously like, I believe blue. Like I support every team here, not just because I go to the school, but because like I genuinely like really enjoy like Kentucky and like the sports. And so when I was able to commit to Kentucky and have the opportunity to run here, like really meant a lot to me. Like I said, they kind of play like the home state hero card with me. And so I just took that and ran with it, and it's just, it means a lot because all my family's here, and I, I've supported it since I was little, so. So you say home state uh, card. Um, now, does that come with pressure? Do you feel pressure that you have to represent Lexington and, and have to perform at, at such a high level? Um, it's not as much pressure. I just feel like I owe it to the people that supported me throughout my life and throughout my career to, to you know, be, be as successful as I can. I wouldn't say it's pressure because I know, like, even, you know, win or lose, they are going to support me either way. Right. But, you know, it's always I put pressure on myself rather than, you know, outside pressures like my coaches and my teammates and my family don't pressure me in any way to be successful. I mean, they want me to win, but it's more about just, you know, that competitive, competitive, competitiveness within inside of me. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I want to get into a little bit of statistics. Now, Langston and Rob, both of y'all, um, <laughs> it's whoever wants to talk. I, it don't matter to me. <laughs> Anyways, um. Langston, since you have the mic, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you want some water, we got water as well. Um, just raise your hand, and my man Patrick here, he, he'll help you out. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, man. And there's also free pizza in that corner. Feel free to grub on that. Breaking records. Talk about how important that is to you. Now, what's the significance of, of breaking records? Does it mean much to you that you're in these record books? And um, what's that feeling like to actually be doing that? Yeah, so in my senior year of high school, I broke the state record for the 100 and the 200. So that's honestly probably like my favorite records that I have just because throughout of like, you just got to think like every person that's ever ran track in the state of Kentucky that did my event, I've like ran faster time then. And like you've got people through like Ronnie Baker, Tyson Gay, it's kind of well, you've had some like dogs really come through the Kentucky, and so just to know that like I've you know been more successful than they have in my events, the record means a lot to me. Um, definitely records, even like if it's just like some little small record, it means a lot because track's very competitive, and you don't have like the mentality wanting to be the best at your event at any given time. And, like you're really doing it for the wrong reason. Like, so you say track is so competitive, and I want you to answer this as well, Rob. What's the most challenging part about track and field that my audience here probably wouldn't even know about or, you know, anyone in general? Probably the mental aspect. Uh, track is very, obviously, it's very physical. We put our bodies through a lot. But, like, when you go through those workouts, like, 
you really don't think your body can make it, but like it can. Like your body can withstand anything, but it's really your mental. Like if you tell yourself you can do it, like each rep, like you can do it. But if you tell yourself like going into the workout, man, I'm about to die. You know, this is gonna suck. Like it's your workout's gonna suck. So you really gotta have like a strong mentality about what your workout is about and like just getting through it. I would say the physical aspect of this because when I came from playing basketball, I'm not gonna lie, I had zero respect for the sport of track <laughs> until I really started running track. And, like, I really understood that, like, sports like football, basketball, yes, it's physical, but it's kind of, like, skills, skill-based sport. Right, like right, track right. is just full throttle, like, all the time, and especially jumps. Like, you're just going full speed and jumping off one leg consistently. Like, I don't think people understand, like, how brutal it is on your body. If you don't take care of yourself, then it's a problem. So. Absolutely. I agree. Uh, uh, basketball, football, those are skill-based um, sports rather than track and field, it's more physical. You know, you got to get your your body definitely got to be in check. Um, speaking of body, what are some things that you guys like? And this this might be very interesting. I want to hear your answer for this. Like the diet side of it, what are some things that you guys eat? You know, to to maintain that 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 good body. You know, ready. You know, to perform on the on the field. Um, I I think that I have a relatively good diet. You know, I don't I don't really get a whole lot of fried like greasy food as much i try to refrain from it so i mean i can't really say what i don't do i just know that i you know eat the proper nutrition so right whether you know it might be a little a little lackadaisical sometimes but you know I, I feel like i eat i say the same i try to eat good but it's also i think like when i'm eating bad it's like okay i'm about to run you know running off tomorrow anyways so right. you know that's kind of how i think at the time so i mean diet it goes a long way but i feel like at this level like if you just don't do nothing too bad, you'll be, you'll be fine. And you guys are young. Yeah. Uh, that helps. It's not like y'all 35 or, or whatever the case may be. We have athletes on here, but I believe that these guys are more than athletes, right? Rob, a guy who, you know, constantly volunteers at churches at a young age um, and during his high school uh, uh, career, he was always, you know, volunteering, helping out the homeless and doing whatever he can. Now, Langston on the other side honor roll student, guy who's, you know, uh, dedicated to his education. These are more than more than athlete type of, you know, uh, per personalities. Talk a little bit about, you know, why is that important to you guys being more than an athlete? Um, I feel like it's important because I personally feel as if, like, majority of people's purpose is to help others. And right. So how do you get, how do you find yourself, you know what I'm saying, helping others? other than actually helping others and really realizing the true meaning of what all this is about. So I feel like that was a key thing that my school not only taught me, but my church, my parents. It's not about you. Like, it's really not. Facts. So <laughs> as long as you can get your message out to help other people, that's that's the main thing. So I love it, Rob. That's a great response, man. Go ahead, Langston. So mine's kind of the same as his. Like it's, like, it's not about us. It's more about... I look at, like, my future, for example. So, like... I have good grades and I do like things outside of track because I want to set myself up for success in the future. So like, I'm just using track. I'm obviously going to try to be as, as successful as I can, but I'm also going to let track pay for my school and my education. That way I'm not pay for myself. Exactly. And then, you know, when I get older, have my kids and stuff, I can say, Hey, your dad was a track athlete, but I also had, you know, an honor roll student had this and that going on. So yeah, you always, you always have something to fall back on just in case, you know, God forbid, you know, things don't go as they should. You still have your education. To, to um, lean back on my listeners on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Um, go ahead and give us and give the audience here, you know, your your best advice on life. You know, if you could give us any type of advice, what do you guys? What do you want these people here to take take away and, and go home with? 
Well, I mean, considering where we are right now, it's kind of hard to believe some of the things that we say, but I feel as if, you know, you have a passion and you find purpose that's aligned with that passion. Just keep the principles of discipline, faith, and hard work, and there's nothing that you can't do. I think that the result that you were praying for, the result that you saw for yourself is inevitable when those things are aligned in that way. So, that's my advice. Yes, sir. Um, I say my advice is be true to yourself. I feel like a lot of times people get distracted by, you know, whether it be a friend, coach, your parents, just anything like schoolwork. Like, just be true to yourself. Like, if you know that you really don't want to go out with your friends, you know, <laughs> on a Thursday night, you got weights on Friday, you don't like, don't go. Like, you got to do what's best for you at all times because at the end of the day, like, you're your own worst enemy. And so, you know, it's your life. Yeah, it's your life. Like, it's your, your life, your choice. So, your choice affects what you do. And, you know, what you do affects how you succeed, and so you got to make smart choices and you know do the right things at all times. Way to way to end it out with such a such a brilliant note. Give him a round of applause, everybody. So before before I let you guys go, I always uh, I always pride myself on you know making my audience feel more connected to my podcast. So we're gonna go through a quick Q and A session for these guys. Uh, if you have any type of question, just raise your hand or. I'll just bring you on up here, and then you can ask it for these guys. We'll go through for for a few. Anybody? Any takers? I saw that first hand. Why don't you come up here? Woo. What's your question? You might have already asked this, but what was a time where you had a very huge setback and? You're like, man, I, sh- I should have done this, or I should you have a regret about it. Or not regret, you just have hindsight. And that made you better, though. You know, now you realize after, that made you better because of that setback. Um, well, as I look back at like, my life, there's always been something in the way that I've had to overcome. But one thing I can say is, in the present moment, like, it sucks. Like, you don't know what's going on, you just know that something's happening. But... Like, what was instilled in me at a young age was just don't quit. So, at the end, you always end up learning something. Like, the thing that changed is what needed to happen. Like, I can't really explain it, but you just you had to go through it. So, I mean, there's not really just one setback that I can say that I went through that just made me just feel like, dang, uh, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, if you just have an optimistic uh, mindset through all adversity that you go through, you always don't end up winning. So. so, I've actually had one major setback for me, like, in college, um, my hamstring. Both my hamstrings just like failed on me my uh, sophomore and junior years, so I didn't really run, uh, run very much. I came in pretty hot my first year and I was doing very well, and then I came back after COVID and I just kind of like just got injured and just kept nagging me and nagging me and nagging me. And so I'm finally healthy, but you know throughout that injury, I kind of learned like this the process of like making sure you take time to like recover your body, like the little things like go a long way. So like whether it be after weights, you make sure you roll out and stretch, or after you know you practice, you realize you stretch, you drink enough water, like little things like that can go a long way because, you know, if your body's not being treated right, it's not going to perform right. And also, um, when I was going through my hamstring issues, I obviously wasn't around track, so I had a lot more time to, you know, get my grades right. And so I was like 4.0 student, 4.0 student, like both semesters or both years, and like I was doing the right things on the, um, in the classroom. And that kind of set me up for success now. So I got a lot of opportunities outside of track because of my injury. But, you know, I wish I never had it, but I'm also, it's not, it's not the worst thing to happen because other things can matter as well. That's an awesome answer. I believe I saw a few other hands. My man right here, um, you want to come up here? Or? Yep. You can. 
So, Robbie, we're uh, working with shooting, uh, shooting with the stars for adults with disabilities and Canon Christian School. How do you think this has uh, helped you with uh, your community and just kind of overall performance? Well, it actually wasn't with Canon Christian Church. It was my high school. So, you know, the basketball team, we did shooting with the stars with uh, adults with disabilities. So, it taught me a lot of patience. Um, and it also allowed me to, you know, never look at anybody any type of way because at the end of the day, you know, just being around basketball, just being around just, I can't, I mean, not basketball, like, being around people that they may look up to, it just meant so much to them. It's like, realistically, who are we to judge anyone? Who are we to just look at someone differently because they have this going on? Because you don't know how they look at you. Isn't so, that crazy? Yeah, crazy. Man. I got time for one more question. Anybody else? I, uh, let me get him in there, and then we'll come back to you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I just have a question for both of y'all. If, uh, I know, Rob, you said you jumped. Like, saying you sprints. If y'all should choose any other event, which event would you choose and why? I would do high jump. Mm, mm. I would That's do high jump. jump. You think you'd be good at high jump? I know I'd be great at high jump. You know, <laughs> one of my teammates, he high jumps. His name is Dustin Brown, and I, I personally believe. You think you're better than I do? I know I am. <laughs> oh, so, I like no, that. I'd probably be probably like a thrower. Like if I could throw javelin or something like that, like something where you don't run at all. Like I ran so much, it's like I'm ready to get off my feet. And so if I was like a shot put, discus, even like a Paul Walter maybe. I don't hey, even know. Hey, something where you don't run into it. Absolutely. <laughs> so a lot less on your body, right? <laughs> All right, I got time for one more question, my man. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. So, so your junior year, competing in only three meets, how did you keep your mental mental side sharp? Well, it was really sharp just because I was so locked in on, like, my rehab and my treatment and getting back on the track because it sucks sitting on the sidelines. Like, I've never in my life before I got to college really, like, sat and watched track meet. But if you, like, sit and watch track meet, like, it's, it's not really that fun. Outside of, like, two or three events – like, it's not really that fun to watch. And so just being on the sidelines, just watching is, like, boring. And so I was like, I need to be out there, like, warming up or just joking with the teammates. And, like, I felt like I was disconnected from the team almost because I wasn't, like, competing and doing those things. But that's how I, say, that's how I kept my mental sharp. Yeah. Now, before I let you guys go, I always, um, always let my guests leave on one question. I'm sure this is, uh, this is pretty easy. It's what's next? What's next? Are you, what's next coming up for you guys? So um, what's next is just continue to work hard every day and just uh, shoot to be the best in whatever endeavor I, I you know I pursue. So yeah. I say what's next is a national championship. I feel like it's about time for like this program. Let's do it, man. And it's just men's team. Everybody just step yeah. up and do our thing. Come on, we need that natty, man. You said it here, man. You said it here. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank y'all for coming on, um, coming to this amazing event. Give these guys a, a nice round of applause, man. If you haven't already, like and go subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on any social media accounts. Um, stay tuned. We got some more content coming. Hopefully we can get an event like this going up again. I'm, I'm working hard to try to get some more athletes like these guys. So. You guys want pictures with them? Just 
you know, they make it, they'll make it happen. <laughs> Come up on stage, get some pictures. <laughs>